Is this happening to you? Because I've noticed it is happening more and more to me. You have a conversation with somebody or you have an exchange of messaging. And then the next thing happens is you end up on their email list. It's not just illegal uh, and it's not just annoying. It's also pretty dumb. And in this week's episode, I'm going to share some do's and don'ts of email marketing and give you three extra tips that you may not know about. You're listening to the REI Branded Podcast. It's for you, the busy real estate investor who wants to stand out from the crowd and attract the right leads, right partners, and right clients every time. My name's Paul Copcut, and each week we'll be looking to decode and uncover what makes a real estate investor brandtastic and how you can apply it to your real estate investing business. Each episode is intended to be valuable, cut to the chase, and actionable so you can begin to implement quickly and easily to get the results you want in your business. Thank you for listening. Now let's get to work on making you brandtastic. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the REI Branded Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Kopkat, and this week I want to talk about email marketing, or generally sending emails, and some do's and don'ts. And what I'm noticing more and more is that uh, people are probably getting a little bit desperate to to try and get attention, to generate leads, prospects, um, engagement, and they're starting to cut corners. Um, and some of that is illegal and some of it's annoying. Um, I think it's definitely brand damaging uh, if you're sending messages to people that haven't even uh, agreed to receive those or subscribe to them, particularly if you're using some kind of automated system where it is, you know, it's against uh, things like the CAN-SPAM Act and, and GDPR in Europe and, and other countries that have their own rules and regulations when it comes around to email marketing. I've been spending quite a bit of time looking at email marketing recently uh, for my own business, and that's kind of highlighted for me some of the do's and don'ts uh, that I see you know, some of the experts recommending and, and kind of what I'm picking up from uh, my own experiences in, in terms of emails that I receive and uh, email lists that I've subscribed to. So here are the 13, three, 13 reasons why email, your email marketing may not be working. Um, so let's start off with the negatives because, you know, I, I said at the beginning, uh, it, it's illegal um, and it's certainly annoying. Um, I, at least I find it that. I, you know, I realize we're all out there to to generate business and, and grow our businesses, but um, you want to be thinking more um, more about, you know, what's the reaction on the other end of it? If, if I have not asked permission to send you uh, regular emails and then you start getting them, you know, does that give you a good impression, an initial impression of me and, and my brand? And I'm guessing in the majority of cases, probably not. Um, you know, sending a one-on-one -on -one email to somebody you're trying to reach out to, yeah, that's different. Um, it may not be very successful because you know we're inundated in our inboxes, but you know, generally, email marketing is still the most effective way to reach people, and, and so it does need to be an integral part of your real estate investing business 
building and brand building and marketing. Uh, but you want to be doing uh, doing it sensibly and not making dumb mistakes, um, like you know adding people to lists that you shouldn't be adding people to. Um, and the other thing is, <laughs> when you think about it, um, you know a lot of the systems, automated systems that you're going to be using for your email marketing costs money. And so if you've got a list of people that don't even want your message and you're continuing to send it to them, it's costing you money. Um, you're much better to have a smaller engaged list who want to receive your messages and potentially will engage with you to the point of, of hiring you or working with you or investing with you than having a whole bunch of people that either don't open up the email or they start to report your um, emails as spam and, and you end up getting blacklisted. It, it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. So five don'ts that you want to think about when it comes to your email marketing. Um, you, you don't want to make it over promotional. Um, you know, I've I've read some of the experts that say you know eighty percent should be about um, other items than be, it being promotional or you know, pushing your business. So an eighty twenty rule is probably a good a, a good ratio to kind of think about in terms of your uh, how much promotional email you should be sending. Make sure that the email works on all platforms. You know, if people are receiving it in, in Gmail or Apple or Outlook, you know, does it form format properly across all the major email platforms? Uh, because nothing's worse than getting something that you know is illegible or, you know, is is a struggle to read. You know, if that's the case, it's going to get deleted straight away. Um, you know, the the one thing that surprises me when people do add me to their list without my permission is they also um, negate to even give me the option to unsubscribe, which even makes it doubly annoying <laughs> and I think doubly damaging to your brand. Uh, if there's no unsubscribe, um, then my default is to report that. Um, you know, I use Gmail and I report it to, to Google as spam and um, you know, it, it, it does that person no good at all. So make sure that there is an unsubscribe option for people you know if they don't want to receive your message it's much better you don't be paying for it if they don't want it uh, don't buy lists uh, you know these are people you know this again is is a list of people that have not opted in to receive your messaging and and again you know you run the risk of doing more damage than you do good and don't be inconsistent i was having a conversation with a client just recently and you know they hadn't sent out a an email for a, a long period of time. I'm equally guilty of that sometimes as well. But you know, you want to be thinking about: don't overcommit. Um, don't say that you're going to send out something on a weekly basis, and then it's you know one one time. It's every couple of weeks, and then it's you leave it for a month, and then and then you send two in a week, and then you send. You know, if there's inconsistency, then people don't know when to expect or what to expect from you. So don't be inconsistent. Now, five do's that you can think about with, with regards to your email marketing. Um, keep it uh, simple and um, keep it relevant to people uh, who are receiving it. You know, sometimes when you're trying to explain something, you you run the risk of overcomplicating things. Um, you know, the general 
rule of thumb seems to be if it needs to be understood by somebody kind of around about a 12 year old. And now that may sound a little bit too simple, um, but you'd be surprised that how quickly people can get confused um, when the message is, is just that little bit overcomplicated or um, a little bit too much. You know, have a reason or a connection for sending that email to the rest of your content marketing strategy. Um, don't kind of just have something out there that's, unless it's something that's very personal, you know, you're sharing a personal story or a personal experience or a personal success. Um, but even that should be some way connected back to your overall content marketing strategy and, and how you're communicating your business and your brand. Um, so ensure that there's some connection there. And when you are writing, don't make it too formal. Um, you know, make sure that you're writing in your style. So people are getting a feel for who you are, because if there's a disconnect between what I receive from your emails, and then I maybe start to choose to interact with you and I don't see that same person, um, you know, that there's kind of a, incongruency there that you don't want to necessarily have people uh, assume about you. And when you're sending your emails, not just connected to your content marketing, but then also think about what is what is the action that you want people to take. Now, that isn't always a very obvious action, such as, you know, um, you know, book a uh, book a strategy session or book, a, book an information session or watch this webinar. Um, it could be as simple as, you know, let me know what you're thinking. Uh, uh, there's some great examples of emails that I get. And one of them, uh, he always sends it out on a, a Sunday morning. It's Chris Brogan. Um, he always sends it out on a Sunday morning and he always shares, you know, what he's enjoying in terms of a uh, a Sunday morning beverage. And then quite often he'll ask, you know, what is it you're drinking or, you know, what is it you're eating or enjoying on this Sunday? Now, obviously he's written that before, you know, the, the Sunday, but it, it still gives that very kind of um, personal touch, but then also that, you know, simple call to action just gets that back and forth engagement that you want people to start having with you. And I mentioned it as a negative, so I'll mention it definitely as a positive, be consistent. Um, ensure that you kind of have a strategy around uh, regular communication and you stick to that strategy. Three things that I've kind of picked up on in the time that I've been spending looking at email marketing over the last few weeks, uh, three things that seem to be kind of newer um, information that, that might be of use to you. One is um, don't put too many images in your emails, uh, particularly those that you're using uh, some uh, email system like MailChimp or uh, ActiveCampaign or Aweber, whatever you're using. Uh, apparently, too many images doesn't sit well with uh, with Google and and other servers and and um, algorithms. So uh, be, be cautious of that. And the same goes for too many links. If you have too many live links, and I, I even heard from one person that if you have a live web link too early on in the email, that also can be uh, viewed negatively and 
um, it kind of raises flags that you could be a potential spammer or uh, over salesy type of type of emails. So be conscious of that. And then the third thing is ensure that there's it's kind of going back to that personal connection um, is the email that it comes from should come from a person versus a department or you have something like info at ABC company or you know marketing at ABC company I, I see very often as well from email lists is no reply at ABC company well that sends the worst message possible because I'm not even thinking you're listening to me if uh, or be going to be prepared to listen to me if I do reply um, so think about that from from a a marketing point of view and, and put a personal name, uh, put a personal connection to the email. Uh, recommended resource around email marketing. Um, one I recommend is Email Persuasion by Ian Brody. He's out of the UK, so don't hold it against him, but um, great, very quick read. Uh, it's just a little bit over 100 pages, but full of nuggets and information and uh, recommended best practices when it comes to email marketing. So in summary, definitely do not be adding people to your list who have not subscribed in to want to, to get, your, uh, get your updates and messaging and, and promotional emails as well. And think about making that uh, connection between who you are, who your brand is, what you're trying to achieve kind of longer term from a content and marketing point perspective, and make sure it all ties in and there's that, that clarity of message, that consistency of message, and you're constantly kind of refining and working on making sure that you're getting that, uh, you know, that back and forth, that engagement, start to build that relationship, build that trust, which eventually will lead to those longer term kind of relationships and conversations uh, that you ultimately are looking for. So don't don't expect this to be the shortcut, quick way to to generate leads and prospects. It is a long term game, um, but if you work at it, uh, then email marketing can be a highly highly effective marketing tool for you to use in your real estate investing business. Have yourself a brandtastic day. And if you're wondering where your real estate investing brand currently stands and some steps to make it more brandtastic, you can download our free REI brand checklist at reibranded.com forward slash checklist. That's reibranded.com forward slash checklist. Thank you for listening and have a brandtastic day.